Shalom to all. Today's daf is Yushalmi Demai Daf Chaf. We are starting Yud Tesamud Beis on the bottom with Halacha Gimel, and in the Vilna Sursa Daf, it's just about halfway through Tesamud Beis. And today's daf is sponsored Lili Nishmas Mars Merim Sar Basar Yaakov Moshe. Her Nishama should have an Oliyah. Now, in the previous Halacha, we were talking about someone who accepted upon himself to be a Nemon, and that has to do with a person being trustworthy in regards to Maestres. Now, this Halacha teaches us about something similar, just on a higher level. The Mishnah tells us Hamakabel Oliyah is Chaver, someone who is accepting upon himself to be a Chaver. He has to accept upon himself the following thing. And when this Mishnah Gemara talks about Chaver, it's specifically referring to Taharis, meaning this person is going to be extra careful in regards to the food that he eats. He's going to eat it in a state of Tahara, even though it's just regular Chulin. So what does he have to accept upon himself? Then he's not going to sell produce to Nahamaret, whether it's moist or dry. And that's because in Eretz Yisrael, it's also to cause produce to become Tameh, even though it's regular Chulin. And when he sells this to the Amaret, the Amaret is most probably going to make it Tameh. Furthermore, he's not allowed to buy moist produce from an Amaret. And why is that? That's because it most probably became Tameh. Now, why is there a difference between moist and dry? So here's an important thing when it comes to Tomah and Tara. There's something called Hechshir Lekabal Tomah, susceptibility to be Makabal Tomah. If a person has produce, which is dry, and let's say a dead sheretz falls on it, so it's not going to become Tameh. That's because it was never Mokshar Lekabal Tomah, it was never made susceptible to Mokabal Tomah. So how is it that something could be Mokshar Lekabal Tomah? That's if it gets wet. If it gets wet with one of the seven halachic liquids, so then it's been Mokshar Lekabal Tomah. So this fellow has to accept upon himself that he's not going to buy moist produce from the Amaretz. That's because once it got wet in the Amaretz's Rishos, it most probably became Tameh as well. Chafam Ralph on the top, another thing he has to accept upon himself is the enemy Sarech to Amaretz. He's not going to be a guest by the Amaaris's house and he's not allowed to host the Amaaretz in his own house if the Amaaretz is wearing his clothing. Why specifically his clothing? That's because they're about to apply a high level of Toma to the clothing of an Amaaretz, and it's very difficult for one who's in the proximity of an Amaaretz not to touch his clothing. So therefore, this Chaver, or this fellow who wants to be a Chaver, has to accept upon himself not to host the Amaaretz at his house because he might accidentally touch the Amaaretz's clothing. If this Chaver wants to give the Amaaretz some of his own clothing, he's allowed to do so. That's because we're not afraid that the Chaver is going to touch the Amaretz himself, we're just afraid he's going to touch the Amaretz's clothing. Now, Behuda and Rabbi Huda adds on, and he says, This person also has to accept upon himself that he's not going to raise small animals. That's because there's an issue of raising small animals in Eretz Yisrael. He's also not allowed to be someone who's open with Nadarim, that he makes Nadarim right and left, because he's most probably going to mechal one of them, and also with laughter. If a person laughs and jokes too much, that could bring him to Erva. And he has to accept upon himself that he's not going to become Tamim Meis, and he also has to be Meshavish Tamid Chachamim in the base Medrash. Now, Amr Lai the Chacham told Rabbi Huda, These things you just mentioned, they don't come into the Klal. They don't have anything to do with Tome and Tara of food, so therefore, a person can accept upon himself to be a Chaver without having to accept these things upon himself. Now, the Gemara analyzes the Mishnah, we had said, This person who wants to be a Chaver is not allowed to buy moist produce from the Amaretz. But what does that tell us? He is allowed to buy dry produce from the Amaretz. And why is that? Because an Amaretz is trusted when it comes to Ksheiroz, meaning Hechshir Lekabal Tomah. Bintani Kenu, we have a brass just like this. In Amaretz is believed to say that this produce never became Hechshir Lekabal Tomah, meaning it never became wet. And Amaretz is not believed to say that it was Moshe Lekabal Tomah that it got wet, but don't worry, it never became Tameh. That much he's not believed. But as long as the Amaretz says that it never became wet, so it never became Moshe Lekabal Tomah, that much we can trust him on. Now we continue explaining the Mishnah, we had said Rabbi Huda Aymer Af Vichulu, and Rabbi Huda had added on a number of things that this person has to accept upon himself if he wants to get Chavar status. Now the Gemara says, This implies Rabbi Huda agrees to the previous one. 
ones. Meaning Rabbi Huda is not arguing with the previous things we mentioned in the Mishnah, he's just adding on to them. And that means Rabbi Huda agrees that if this fellow wants to be considered a Chaver, he's not allowed to be hosted by the Amaaretz. And if he is hosted by the Amaaretz, so then he does not have Chaver status. Now, since that's true, let's have the Apliqa Doesn't this argue on Rabbi Yaina? Remember, on the previous Mishnah, we had a Machlekas Rabbi Yaina and Rabbi Yaisi, how to understand Rabbi Yuda. And so this is clearly not like the way Rabbi Yaina explained Rabbi Yuda. The Rabbi Yaina, um, Rabbi Yaina had said, a chaver is not suspected that he's going to end up eating demai or that he's going to feed somebody else demai. And this was Rabbi Yain explaining Shita's Rabbi Yudah in the previous Mishnah that even if a person accepted upon himself that he's going to make sure that he takes meiser off of that which he eats and that which he sells and that which he gives to other people, even if he goes to Nama Aretz's house, he doesn't lose his nemanus because of that. And that's clearly not like what Rabbi Yudah said in our Mishnah. According to what Rabbi Yudah is saying in our Mishnah, if this person's accepting upon himself that he's going to be very careful with Taharas, he is not allowed to go to the Amaretz's house. Look at our answers that there's a distinction. Over here in our Mishnah, we're not talking about this fellow who wants to be a chaver eating tame food by the Amaretz. The whole reason why he's not allowed to go to the Amaretz's house is shelo yelech vitame gufai v'yave vitame taharas. It's that he doesn't come to metame his body and then he might end up being metame taharas. That's why this fellow who wants to be the chaver is not allowed to go to the Amaretz's house. He's not going to eat something that's tame, but he himself might become tame. And we continue with this, v'afilu al drabyesi l'asadal pliga. Even on rabyesi, this is not an argument. Drabyesi amr, rabyesi had said in that previous Gemara, that a chaver, meaning a person who accepts upon himself that he's going to take off maestras, he is chashud to eat by aretz, meaning he might end up eating demai, but he's not chashud that he's going to end up giving demai, and that's still not a steer with what we said over here in our Mishnah, with a chaver being careful about taharas, why is that? Chafam is on top, and this is the proper gear saw, because Taman Lemaisris. Over there, we're talking about Maiser. Aval Hacha, but over here, Lataharis. We're talking about Taharis. And Taharis is totally different. Why is that? Because I nemanal Taharis, nemanal Maiseris. Someone who's trusted in regards to Taharis, he's automatically trusted in regards to Maiseris without having to accept upon himself that he's going to be careful with Maiser. So when we're dealing with Taharis, we're talking about a totally elevated status, something completely different than Maiseris, and that's why we have to be more machmir with a Chaver in regards to Taharis than in regards to Maestress. Oh, we continue with this. Tony, we have a Braisa, Kalaba, anyone that comes, meaning any person that comes to accept upon himself that he's going to be a Chaver in regards to Taharis. Sarah Lakabalov, he has to officially accept it upon himself, meaning he has to make this declaration in front of three people that he's being mocked with Taharis. And this is Afilu Chaver, even a Chaver. And there's some Gersas that take this out because we're talking about a Chaver. And Afilu Tamar Chacham, even a Tamar Chacham, Aval Chacham Shashav be Yeshiva, but Tamar Chacham that teaches in Yeshiva, he teaches Tayyab Rabbim, and it's Alav, he doesn't have to officially accept it upon himself, because he already accepted upon himself from the moment that he sat down, meaning since he's a Zakin and he teaches Tyre publicly, we can assume that he's careful with Taharis. However, Amr Ablah Rabla says, This Chacham that's Yeshev be Yeshiva, he has to accept upon himself Mishari Shaina. I mean, just because he teaches Tyre publicly and he gives Shear, that doesn't mean that we automatically can trust him. He has to have once upon a time had accepted upon himself publicly that he's going to make sure to be careful with Taharis. Now, Rabbi Yassi, by Rabbi Yassi asked the following question, if you're going to tell me that he had originally once accepted upon himself this thing, so why are we talking about a chaver? Meaning, why are we specifically mentioning a Tamil chacham, this fellow who's teaching publicly? Even if we're talking about an amaaretz, meaning even if we're talking about a person who used to be an amaaretz, if he had once upon a time accepted upon himself to be careful with taharas, so we can trust him now. So what exactly is Rabla coming to tell us? So the Gemara answer is Asad Rabla Krib Shimbin Lakesh. What Rabla is telling us is just like Rish Lakesh. Krib Shimbin Lakesh Havasal Klagabi Ilain Debe Rabyanai. 
Rish Lakish would go to the Talmidim of the Beis Medrash of Rabbi Yanai, and the wives of these husbands who were in Rabbi Yanai's Beis Medrash, they would see Rish Lakish, and they would run away from him. They were afraid that maybe he was going to end up touching their garments and he would be matami them. And Amrulain, he told them, You must have had a good father at home, meaning your father taught you well to be careful of someone who didn't accept upon himself to be a chaver, because I'm Aratzani Eitzel Taharis. I'm an Amaretz when it comes to Taharis. And this is Rish Lakish talking. And Rish Lakish was a huge Marbetz Taira. He taught Taira Barabim. And so Rish Lakish was saying, in regards to Taharis, I'm considered an Amaretz and you can't trust me. And that's where Abla is coming from, that even though this person is Yeshiv Yeshiva, he gives Shir and he teaches Taira, still he can't be trusted in regards to Taharis until he accepts it upon himself publicly. And the Gwara continues, Tony, we have a Brisa. He has to answer to the Chabura, which means he has to make this public declaration to a Chabura to a minimum of three people that he's going to be careful with Taharis. However, once he makes his declaration, his children, the people of his house, they only have to make this declaration to him. They don't have to do it publicly. But is Tanai Tani, they're those that taught in Nebraisa, who... Uban of Ubne Nen that it's him and his sons and the people of his house, all of them have to make this declaration to three people. And the Gemara says, Voy Paleg, there's not a steer in between these two memories. One is talking about where they're tafel to their father, meaning they're being supported by him and they answer to him, so therefore they only have to make this declaration to him. But the other one is talking about where they're not supported by him, they're not tafel to him, they don't answer to him, so then they would have to make this declaration publicly. Antonio of Chalafta Ben Shol, we have a brassage just like. Like this, Gedailim, Nenin Lachabura, if they're Gedailim, if they're older than Barabbas Mitzvah, they would have to publicly proclaim this, but if they're Ketanim, then they only answer to their father. And more about one accepting upon himself, Chavar's status, Tanim, we have a Brisa, Makrivim Laknafayim, Vachakach Malabdin Lataharis. When a person wants to accept upon himself Chavar's status, first we bring him close in regards to Knafayim, meaning first we teach him the halachas of Knafayim, and then we're going to teach him the halachas of Taharis. Now, what is this? So, Rabbi Yitzchak Brablazer, he explains, Knafayim, what does this mean? Knafayim is the halachas of Tahara in regards to these two things. Madafais are the halachas of light levels of Toma, and Hesetis has to do with Thomas Heset, a Zav or a Zava, for example. They're able to metami something by just moving it, even though they didn't touch it. And both of these fall under the terminology Knafayim. Now, after we teach him these halachas, which are slightly easier halachas, then we teach him Taharis. And what's Taharis? That's Maestris. All the halachas that have to do with taharas in regards to food, such as taharas of truma and maestra and things like that. And those we're more machmir with when it comes to toma. So that's the next level that we're going to teach him. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about a person accepting upon himself chaver status. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.